start streaming. Are we live? Are we? Yes, we are. Oh, we are live. We live in effect. You guys have uh, the chat window up because obviously I can't see it. Yeah, I'm I got it up. it up. Hey, everyone, can you hear us? Let me get a thumbs up if you can hear me. Holla if you hear I think, me. I, I think we should be good. Can Let's see. Let me center myself. Yo. Yeah. Mazone Nick. My, Cloud Nine. What up, y'all? Yo, Kev Kashi. Can you guys hear us? Thumbs up if you can hear, hear us. I don't think they can hear you. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite New York things. And he's from like he's from like Burr. UK. Can you hear us? <laughs> oh, they can only hear friends. Can only hear friends. All right, let's fix that. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, try to talk. Yo, can you hear me now? Can you hear Vlad? Nope. Can you hear Cece? Can you hear me? Holly, if you hear me. Let's try one more time. All right, go ahead, try for it. Try to speak. Yo, can you hear us? Can you hear me? We can only hear friends. So, is that is has that changed? I see levels for you when you speak. One two one two. If, if, if you can hear Vlad or Cece, give us a thumbs up. Let me know. I don't think they could hear you guys. So let's let's fix all this. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Let's put this audio input. Do you see what I see? Test, test, test. You can hear me? Yes. One, two, one, two. Can you hear Vlad? Can you hear me? Holla if you hear me. Go ahead, speak. No, they can't hear me. They should be able to hear you now. W. Pittman, can you hear me, sir? Oh, now they can. Now we can. All right. Oh, we lit then. Can you guys hear Cece? Now y'all know. Oh, we good. (laughs) All right. We're good. We're good. Ladies and gents. Welcome to Battle Rap Brunch. It's a Sunday, a little bit after 2 p.m. You guys are on caffeine. This is powered by Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. I am Vlad, a.k.a. Program V. I am here with my girl, Curls Poppin', Mrs. Doing the Most, Mrs. Columbus, Ohio Radio 107.5. We are here with CC on air. CC, what up, though? What up, though? How everybody's having a good weekend, you know, despite everything going on. Yep, yep. And we are here with my man, 
the organizer, the orchestrator, the demonstrator, Big France, a.k.a. the Eiffel Tower. Frenchie, what it do, baby? Glad I am honored yet again. Shout out to Caffeine, as always, for uh, giving us the platform to have a, a great show, a great segment. We could talk with everybody. But although we love battle rap, it's an extension of hip hop. We love hip hop, which is an extension of black culture. It would be irresponsible if we didn't get a chance to talk about everything that's occurring this weekend. As everybody can see, our virtual backgrounds is I Can't Breathe, yes. uh, obviously cropped to a certain degree because of, you know what it is, uh, you know. But you get the message. You see what we're representing. We're going to have this on probably the entire show to represent. And, guys, this is another week in America. Everybody seems outraged. But in the past decade, this has probably happened five plus more times that I can recall. How are you feeling about this past week we've had? Man, it's been a crazy week, dog. Um, the emotions, it's just been like an emotional roller coaster. You know, you've seen this play out so many times, and then you think nothing will happen from this, nothing will come from this. And I just think that the circumstances that were under being under lockdown, people not working, people being stuck at home, people being unemployed, like the emotions have boiled over, and the fact that this happened and there's no gray area that we can see from any of these videotapes. The fact that there's no gray area, I think people have just boiled over. People have had enough and they've taken it to the streets. And, you know, man, like I, I literally, I can feel the anxiety. Like last night, it was difficult to kind of fall asleep just because been watching everything on Twitter, you know, CNN. And it's just literally like a real trying times that we're in right now, man. Like it's, it's a difficult time, but we're going to get through this. You know, we're strong people. And hopefully when we come out from the other side of this, some things will change. Cece, how you been holding up? I mean, I ain't going to hold you up. I've been having a hard time, you know, really trying to focus with battle rap. I know yesterday was a good relief with the ultimate madness. But, you know, with the madness going on in the real world, you know, out here, I ain't going to lie. I've hit them streets out here in Columbus. Yeah. And like you said, the, like, everybody got time. Ain't nobody got nothing else to do but right. to protest. That's why a lot of people are out in the streets. I mean, I wish I could say we're going to get justice for George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, you know, Ahmaud Arbery, and anybody else that so recently been names. murdered by the police. I wish I could say that, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like they about to, you know, jig us again. But my thing is this, hopefully that, you know, like what Killer Mike said, like hopefully that we can find a way to mobilize because we can't move forward if we don't have a plan. Absolutely. France, man, what's it been like back in the BX, brother? Well, you know, New York is is, is a home of just like craziness where like when something crazy happens, nobody ever is shocked. So you have people like jumping on cars, jumping on trucks, uh, screaming, chanting, and it's all empowering. But I, I want to point out one thing, you know, there's a lot of people that see the marching, the protests, and the rioting, and the first thing they want to say is like, well, this won't fix anything. And I want to let everybody know that the protesting is not designed to fix anything. It's, it's designed to expose the problem, you know. It's designed to let people know that we're putting you on notice, that we're tired. We're tired of injustice. And anybody that has, like, a sentence that starts with, like, oh, I have family that's cops, you know, uh, well, cops always treated me this way, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Like nobody's trying to hear a sentence that triggers people because ultimately this isn't about being synonymous with saying fuck police. This is about anti-racism. 
Anti-racism is not synonymous with saying fuck the police. And if anybody's afraid to speak up on anti-racism because it conflicts with another organization, that's part of the problem as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, yo, it's, no lives matter until black lives matter. Oh. And that's all I Say it again, man. A period. And, and Vlad, you you and I from the same island, Hispaniola. We're yes, separated by a, a slight border. You're Haitian. I'm Dominican. I want to put a notice on everybody. Dominicans, you're black too. All right? <laughs> For the special Dominicans that are in denial. Because there's also a lot of people that are minorities as well. You know, they, they'll they try to falter and they're, they're in the middle of things. And I think that's kind of where they need to take the opportunity to listen to black voices that have experiences these things and educate themselves because I'm not ready to shame anybody that's not protesting, that's not speaking up. I'm just taking mental notes of the silence mm. because if this isn't enough to make you want to speak up, I'm not sure what will be. Yeah. And I'm like, just put yourself in black people's shoes for once. If you are not black or, you know, a dark skinned person or a person of color or anything of that nature, put yourselves in the shoes like you don't have to have certain conversations with your kids. Like when I leave the house, my wife is literally like nervous and scared now. Like, you know, like I may not make it back home. Like what if they pull you over? Like what if this happens? Some of you people don't have to go through that and you just live your life. And every day is just a great day. You know, it's hunky dory and you don't think about these things. But when we step outside of our house, we have to think about what's going to happen. I know when I was in New York, I'm like, if I'm on the subway and cops come on the train like certain people don't have to think twice of if they're going to get harassed or if you're on your way to work you know are you going to get stopped and frisk in front of all of your coworkers and made to look like a fool like you know these are the things that we go through every day and people just get tired of it and you know even worse than that as you can see brothers are dying on camera and things don't change you know and this is just some of the things that we go through and People are tired of it, you know, and I do agree with Killer Mike. Like, we got to be smart about this. We got to go about this the right way also. You know, like, I understand some of the younger folks, you know, if you see a busted store window and there's a bunch of stuff that's out there, some folks are going to go for it. You know, I get it. I understand what's going on, you know, but as things go along, going to have to get a little bit smarter. We're going to have to mobilize and we're going to have to organize a lot better and then Start taking people to task, man, and holding the fire to their feet and getting what we want back from this country that's gotten so much from us for free for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. It's time to give back. It's time to give back. Uh, TC, tell the people the shirt you're wearing and tell them a little bit about the protest that uh, you were a part of over the weekend. I'm just wearing my Nipsey shirt. And, you know, I wore this today because a lot of people are dragging black folks, like black celebrities and influencers, you know, be Simone getting dragged as we speak, you know, because like I said, it's just, I feel like for me, Nipsey was a, a leader, you know what I'm saying? And he, if I feel like if he was alive today, he probably would be in the field right now, somewhere in, in LA mm -hmm. with the protesters and trying to mobilize and, you know, just get our voices heard to the right people and try to make the change because that's what he was doing before he got assassinated you know what i'm saying before he got murdered he was talking to the la police to try to see ways of you know stopping the police brutality that goes on in that city so i was wearing this shirt because of that and also just to remind people like you know i know we all want our favorite black celebrities our favorite black athletes 
to say the right things during these times of days and be those leaders that we look up to them to be. But y'all just got to remember that some of these people are not meant to lead us. Hmm. Okay. Some of these people are only meant to make us laugh, only meant to make great movies for us to watch, great music for us to listen to. So, you know, if you see somebody out there like J. Cole, he out there um, in the field. Yeah, Nick Cannon's Martin, out there. Nick Cannon. Shout out to Oops. Oops is in Minneapolis, home, man. Texas, trying to mobilize. You see a lot of black celebrities. I know Jay-Z and Beyonce will probably again this whole week start bailing some of these people, Black Lives Matter and any other protesters that have been getting arrested during these protests because they have been known for doing that. Yeah. There's going to be other celebrities doing the cause. So, you know, show them love and build them up and support and lead those movements. Like if you see a celebrity that ain't doing it, you know what to do. Just leave them on read moving forward. Yep. Choose to support with your dollars. All right. Cause that's what and, they know. Uh, I do want to say for everybody that is listening, obviously if you can't get out to a protest, there's definitely multiple ways to, contribute there's obviously the the minnesota freedom fund if you see any protester funds over the weekend we will obviously share all the resources uh yeah. well guys we do have a show to conclude and continue but we want to let everybody know where we stand with things and we do want to give a little bit of entertainment to the people because it's good to get an escape obviously is and i'm very grateful over the past week and ultimate man has gave us a little bit of an escape for the last two weekends i'm uh this show, we're going to have a little rundown. We're going to do an Ultimate Madness recap. We're going to have JB, the director, coming as a guest. Yes. We're going to have Vlad do his segment of a throwback uh, event, uh, a historical clip. We're going to have me and CeCe give you guys the rant of the day. So you ready to chop this fable up, guys? Yes, sir. Yes, yes. sir. Ultimate Madness. Let's let's talk about it, man. Um, week two is in the books. The first round is officially complete, and now mm. we're down to the Elite Eight. That chapter uh, is closed. I want to start off like this. I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm going to present every topic. I'm going to throw it off the flash. It throws it off to CC, and I'll put the ribbon on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah! <laughs> the first battle. The first battle. I'm surprised URL set it off with Ace Amin and Bad News. Uh, guys, your thoughts, Vlad? Listen, out the gate, they weren't playing no games. We saw, yeah, we saw the face-off the night before on Friday, and everyone was like, what is in that manila envelope that Ace Amin has there? And we all know what it was alluding to. What well, in my mind, anyway, I, I had my thoughts what it was alluding to. And the way Bad News reacted, he knew what it was alluding to. And this put the pressure on this battle to be something special. Now, out the gate, I want to say Bad News. I commend you for the way you came out in round one. Two guns up, blazing bar after bar after bar. He stepped his pen game up, bro. He stepped his writing up. He stepped his delivery up. And without needing that crowd reaction there, he seemed like a man that was fully focused and on a mission. And he came out. He had so many lines, man, that were just like dope to me, you know, and he was cooking. Ace Amin came out round one. It took him some time to get cooking, man. He was walking around, taking time, circling him. And then by the time he started rapping, it seemed like it took all the way up until like the middle of his first verse to really get cooking. And by that point, I'm like, yo, man, bad news is up one. Oh, to me, you know, Cece, how did you see the first going down? Um, I definitely felt like the first from Ace was a little like slow to get in there. I don't know. And like 
I'm with you. When he put that envelope on the table, I was like, oh no, <laughs> not another, not another big <laughs> I don't need no more Adi Boom stuff right now. I'm like, when not right like, now. Black power. Don't do that to my boy. <laughs> What's going on right now? Don't do that to my boy news. Please, mm-hmm. God. But um, so I felt like he was kind of like trying to like slowly cook to reveal the envelope situation, which obviously we know. <laughs> I mm-hmm. ain't in that envelope. It was a mind <laughs> trick. But yeah, I definitely felt like news, he had to, he had to come out the gate because let's be honest, like if somebody puts a te- an envelope on the table, talk about they got receipts about you and they talk about they don't feel comfortable around you and they right. like, you know, some feet right. ish, you're going to think, oh, you're trying to say I'm a snitch or something. So mm-hmm. obviously leading up to the second round, bad news did it perfectly. I feel like he executed the second round perfectly. He switched up everything at the last second, addressed the angle, dismantled the angle, the angle, and did it without any hiccups, any stumbles. So I gave news the second round. Um, I get it. We all know that, you know, Ace I mean, never mentioned what was in the envelope. Correct. He, and so I know, I know a lot of people knock news for switching it up to address it, but I give him points for that because I think to try to remember all of that and do it without any hiccups, that takes a lot. Because some of these dudes can't remember what they said <laughs> for three months of material they prepare for. So I'm not even about to I don't I can't deduct nothing from bad news, but I also can't deduct anything from Ace on me because that was a great hat trick. That was a great that was a great mind you know what. So I want to talk about the brilliance of Ace Amin, right? And obviously there's the fair concerns that can he get his material off cleanly and he's not punch heavy. So what he lacks in haymakers, he compensates in battle rap IQ. Uh, Listen, the last time we've seen somebody pull up an envelope at a faceoff and try to bait his opponent was Holland Don against Arsenal at the rematch. So look, look where Ace Amin is learning his tricks from. He's learning his tricks from veterans, top tiers, you know, A-list battle rappers. And so obviously that little bit of creative control of Bad News' content, he he was able to make Bad News counterwrite. And I, I'm not going to deduct any points for Bad News on counterwriting. This is just a situation of good defense, better offense. And okay. it's just that simple. But France, my only thing with this is that, yes, that's fantastic and is great for the drama and is great for the theatrics. However, but, this has nothing to do with the rapping. This has nothing to do okay. with the words or the delivery. It's a mind game, and it's great. We love the drama. Who doesn't? This is like TNT. However, you still have to bring A-class material. It has to be flawless, and it has to be hidden. I've seen people giving him credit and points for doing that, but he didn't wrap any of that in the battle, and I saw people taking away points from bad news for rebuttaling something that Ace didn't wrap towards. And I'm like, what part of the game is that, and what am I missing? Like I yeah. get it. You, you 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 can't discredit news for counterwriting. Obviously, he he knows that an angle of that magnitude and that short of amount of time could be very damaging. We just seen Big K execute something like that with two minutes. So he's like, doesn't matter if the angle is true or not. He can execute it. They'll believe it, and I'll lose the battle. So he has the right to counterwrite for it. So you can't discredit news, but you have to give Ace credit for yeah. making him fall into I, the bait. I agree because, like I said, it got it put more anticipation for the battle. So that's why I feel like they came out the gate with that battle in particular, because everybody wanted to know what was in the envelope. Everybody wanted to know what Ace 
was going to talk about when it came to bad news. Right. Now, he didn't mention it. He ended his third saying, if you want to know what's in the envelope. Right, holler at me later. Holler. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just think that, you know, and we talk about this too, about like mind tricks and get like psyching your opponent out. I feel like Ace did that. I think I will give him credit for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I can't take away credit from that. I can't. Just me personally. I, I feel like this this battle was a toss-up. I feel like it's going to depend on if you feel like what Ace did was better than what Bad News did as far as Bad News preparing and last minute addressing and breaking down that angle like, bro, that's all lies. I don't care what you said, blah, blah, blah. Or Ace playing the mind trick. It's going to be up to that because they both have fire bars. Right. Like, Let's, I, I was feeling Ace on me bars. He said a lot of news flips, the John John the Don freckle face line, the alpha news line, the uh, news never said the weather line. And, you know, bad news had some Ace hood, Ace name flips. All right, the Christmas story. Right. Like, they both were, they both wanted it. They both were battling 4 to 25K yesterday. Now, my thing That's is, like, if, if Ace, if the mind game would have made bad news you know, choke, forget his lyrics, be completely frazzled up there, not as aggressive as he normally was, then I would have been like, hey, you know what? Great mind trick. This got this man totally out of his element. But I don't feel that bad news was out of his element at all. And I felt like in the second round, after those six to ten bars or whatever addressing it, he stepped his game all the way up and continued the pressure that he was putting in the first round. I had bad news winning rounds one and two with Ace taking round three clearly. It is a debatable battle. So if someone wants to give Ace, you know, the battle, I can see them giving him the battle. However, for me, I thought that bad news did his thing round one and two. And, you know, there was some minor slippages going on here and there that, you know, going to need to be addressed as 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 the tournament continues. The bigger concern isn't even the slippage or the mind trick. It's the time limits. Ace Amin went over the time limit 30 seconds in, in round one and three. Mm. That's a whole extra minute of content. Correct. And this environment can be very damaging. So, And a lot of guys went over time. So we're going to have to talk about that with a lot of the other guys. Uh, the battle on the screen right now, uh, <laughs> Brooklyn Hand versus Big Hand. <laughs> yes. And we can kind of see the, the little altercation they had there. Yes! Uh, I love it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It was it was definitely drama queen. <laughs> it, it, it was certainly the energy that I guess we 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 love in battle rap to mm-hmm. a degree. But I will say this: it exposed a lot of things for me. One, I seen an entire mob of people come separate them. I'm like, well, this isn't this isn't social distancing. What's happening here? There's a whole it's a whole entourage here, you know. So that made me a little concerned. I wonder what's what's the environment, in the audience there like. But two guys, I just want to say this. Brooklyn Hand did everything possible to break a rule in a battle and left with a victory. I think that was the only that decision yesterday that was that was very concerning by all the judges. It made absolutely zero sense to me. Okay, first round, I'll give it to, to Brooklyn News. You know, he came out, he was sharp, he was on point, and after they had their little friction, it just seemed like it threw Big Hand off. And Big yeah, Hand just, it. yeah, <laughs> Big Hand just wasn't himself after that. And I was like, what's going on, player? Like, mind tricks, man. <laughs> See, that's what a, you, that, right, that's when a mind trick will throw you off, and then you're not yourself, and you lose the round. However, round two came around. Big Hand stepped it all the way up. Got round two clearly for me. 
Because what happened also is that Brooklyn Hand towards the end of his second round, we gonna call a spade a spade. He choked. He ain't finished. He Brooklyned the rest of that round because the man still had some bars left, and he didn't complete the objective. And on Twitter, I said he left the door wide open. All Big Hand has to do is have potent material and finish his round, and he wins. This is battle rap law. We ain't switching things around. These are two-minute rounds. These are judge battles. We got to have some perimeters when it comes to this. And in the third no, round. No volume. No volume? Wagwan. Try now. You good? Hey, can you guys hear us now? We back. Yes. All right. Thank you. Shout out to everyone that's in here. Shout out Miss Marla. Shout out It's the Rev. Shout out Mazone Nick. Shout out Raven J. Main. Yo, thank you for rocking with us, man. We appreciate can that. We, can, obviously, again, again, I can't see the audience, so you guys can see the audience. Yep. I, I'm going to ask the people. You let me know what they say. Do they agree with the decision that Brooklyn Hands should have left winning that battle? Yo, <laughs> who should have should Brooklyn Hands have won that battle? France wants to know. Hell no. Fuck no. <laughs> oh, yes, 2-1. Don't agree. Tell us how you really feel. Big hands should have won. Ooh, I feel like I'm out. I had hand winning. Oh, man. Hello. The people them have spoken. Yo, and then we go to the third round, and Brooklyn hand raps about shotgun shook for three quarters of the round. How do you oh, win wanna, this I battle? I, I, I want to protest everything that went wrong before before we throw the CC. I want to protest everything that went wrong. Okay, the first round, obviously, the the pushing and the shoving. I get it. We're battle rap fans. We we clap for it. But in reality, that's unprofessional battle rap. We could, let's call it spade a spade. It's unprofessional. But he won that round. Cool. The second round, he had a hard stumble at the end, and the third round wasn't even about his opponent. And he went over the time every round. I, I, Every kind of rule was broken, and so that's that leaves well, me a little concerned. That's not his fault. If y'all not gonna call time, I'm gonna keep going. You know what? That's I, not his fault. I I I gotta agree with Cece. If they ain't calling time, I would keep, keep rapping. I, I hear you. I'm right. with you on that. But however, we got a time limit for a reason. You know, if you're getting more material off, if your material happens to be better, then you have more of a chance to win that round. So we got to keep it right. We got to keep it fair. However, his third round was about shotgun shug. The girls them sugar. That makes no sense. How do you win that round? I just didn't get it. Big hand was straight and direct and going at Brooklyn hands. And he had good bars, too. So I, I was completely befuddled, beloveds, on how Brooklyn Hands won that battle. Not um, completely well, befuddled, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I was surprised. I have to hold the judges accountable, and I feel like we're going to have a segment talking about the judges later on in the show. But Tony Bro opened up the, 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 the tip-off saying he values cleanliness in a round. He values rounds without stumbles. And he openly gives a round to Asa Amin with a stumble and openly gives Brooklyn Hand a round with a stumble. So now your criteria has been tainted. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Blood on oh, the you leaves. Attention, attention. <laughs> he had notes. You paid attention. <laughs> I mean, it's transparent. It's, it's out there. So. Yeah, man. Okay. That, that battle. Well, I could. We we we've all we gonna keep on saying this probably all over again until this tournament is over. This is part of the pros and cons when you have people judging battles. It's not going to always be perfect, and 
We're not always going to agree. Absolutely. But as a battle rapper, you have to leave everything on the floor. You can't half-ass and you can't be, oh, no, well, I'm going to give you two good rounds and toss up the third. You got to come crazy every round. Period. Listen, I thought Big Hand did what he had to do. And I thought that Brooklyn Hands did some things that he shouldn't have done that shouldn't have gotten him the battle. And that's how I'm going to tie that knot and leave it right there on your front doorstep. Guys, we officially have JB, who is about to join on in the show. Oh, snap. Let's get JB on here. Shoe gang in the building. What up? Let's see. where where where's uh Where's my man? Fourth. Oh, hey. JB joins Battle Rap Brunch. Good afternoon, JB, sir, director, Black Black Market Media. Welcome to Battle Rap Brunch. Yes, sir. Welcome, player. How y'all doing? Oh, man, we're good, man. We're good. How are you doing, first of all, brother? (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I mean, like the last two... Weekends have gone ridiculously well, by my estimation, and uh, there's not a lot more I could have hoped for. So uh, on that level, I'm very happy. As far as, like, how much sleep I'm getting, yeah. (laughs) Not that much. So you guys working hard afterwards, man, doing face-offs and all that stuff? Like the, the oh yeah, yeah. That's that's my apartment. That's like they've got me in an apartment here in uh, in North Carolina, and we brought the guys back, and we were shooting face-offs for uh, for champion. The grind don't that's stop, man. The grind don't stop. That's a fact. Yeah, uh, ridiculous. Wow, uh, what'd you think of weekend two? Uh, I mean. All the feedback I'm getting seems really, really positive as far as, uh, you know, the broadcast, the stream seem to be healthy, which Mm -hmm. is like my primary concern most of the time is that like that it's going well and that honestly is kind of like in a very not battle rap way. I'm just I'm just happy when like (laughs) (laughs) like, in the, the that the that the program is going good and that it's flowing well and that people are enjoying watching it, which is it kind of leaves me to not get a chance to like experience the actual battle and whether or not, you know, who won, like, like, I hope y'all aren't, aren't hoping for too many opinions out of me today. Cause I couldn't tell you what happened. No, we, we, we want to know the, the more behind the lens. Like, is it all really fast paced for you? Because obviously these battles go by quick. There's no crowd and the motions is fast. We're trying to get everybody in and out to be safe. Does it feel way faster paced for you to like to direct all this? Oh, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, but I mean, I signed up for that because that was that was a big part of when myself and P and KD and and Twiz all got together. Part of the part of what I really wanted to bake into this TV show idea was that it would be like a broadcast, that it would have like a distinct starting point, that it would have, you know, that it would run in a very specific way and end within a certain amount of time um, without, without too much fat really to be trimmed away. Um, And, and I feel like that's what we've been getting. So as far as that goes, I'm really happy, but yeah, it's shortening my life. Certainly. I I know my co-hosts have have questions before I pass it on to them for, I'll ask you a question. Can we give JB his flowers round of applause guys? This, this content is beautiful. 
visuals are impeccable, immaculate, yeah. incredible, I, astounding, yeah. amazing, <laughs> phenomenal. Tell them how you really feel. Breathtaking. <laughs> Yo, no, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Like it's, I mean, it, that it, that meant everything to me to 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 make something that somebody really wanted to watch, and I wanted it to, uh, you know, that there's a lot of challenge of course right now to making something watchable you know to to make something cinematic that, that you know could compel people um during this time when we don't we don't get to have a crowd we don't get to have that part of the intensity so coming up with a with a scheme of how how to do the lighting how to how to angle the cameras to to make it compelling um yeah it meant a lot to me so i'm, I'm glad to get that feedback thank you JB, man, I got to tell you, brother, you guys have brought back an excitement to battle rap because it was uncertain times. We're getting Zoom battles. You know, we, we we're getting these cameras and it's just like, OK, we appreciate everything that is going on. We appreciate URL for trying. But it's like this is like really like March Madness where the weekend comes around and you're like, you know what? 4 p.m., I know exactly what I'm doing, and I know exactly what I'm getting. And I didn't know how things were going to come off without, you know, the crowd being seen there or anything like that. But it's brought some drama there. I mean, the black background, the lighting, and then when someone does hit a a, a, a line and you hear the in the background, you're like, oh, okay, the, 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 Do- the Dolby surround sound is on now. And it's like you guys have brought something special, man, and – and I'm really enjoying this, bro. Like, it's how difficult was it to pull all of this off, like logistics wise, with all the traveling and you know with COVID going down. Like, was this more difficult than um than than just a regular you know event or volume that would have went down? I mean, it's 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 more straightforward in certain ways, and it's immensely more complicated in other ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're running, we're doing a live show, like a live TV show essentially um, for six straight weeks. So, so the logistics of that are completely different than having a, an event and right. then, you know, we film it and run it on the pay-per-view. Like obviously that's really, really different um, that we don't have to deal with the crowds does kind of open it up of course to being like don't leave this room don't stand over there like <laughs> you don't got to really clear nice. off the stage or nothing like that for 30 minutes yeah yeah i mean we're legally not allowed to have more than 10 people in that space and it, you know <laughs> <laughs> and it's not much more than that even when the rules get broken hey listen man uh, what's understood ain't gots to be said brother <laughs> Ask the caffeine chat how do they feel about that? Do you, do they think there's ten people in that room? <laughs> oh man, how y'all feeling? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's really not it's really not that many people in the room for real for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, I mean so so yeah so it <laughs> <laughs> they got of course it, LMAO it, it like nah. people in that room. It, it's it's not not much above ten even you know. Even when people are sneaking in, it's not that it's not that. You know, you're the first person I've got to speak to that's actually in the building watching it. And obviously you're directly, so you're not necessarily judging it or consuming it as a as a fan at that moment. But can you feel the energy shift where it's like, yeah, that person's not going to get the decision? Can you feel that in the room? 
Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like like it, it's there, there's no way to watch tournament play of any kind and not get involved like mentally and try to predict. You just have to. Like that's kind of part of the drama of the whole thing. Is like, I bet they're gonna rob this motherfucker here. You know, like that <laughs> that type of feeling is is part of the reason to watch it, right? Right. Um, and uh, you know, you think like, hmm. I was talking to I was talking to whoever I was talking to one of the judges earlier today. He seems like he's in a bad mood, and I bet he's going to vote against this guy, even though he's killing it. Mm. Uh, like, <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great moment. Um, yeah, but I've been like every time I thought it was gonna like every time I thought it was gonna go one way, it would go another way. Like I've I've been wrong about probably about 50% of the time what I thought the judges were going to end up saying. Mm. And I don't even mean that I didn't agree with them. I just mean what I guessed they were going to say or how it was going to come out. I was, I was totally wrong. Um, and that's, I don't know. That's kind of cool actually to me, to me that adds a little, you know, a little spice to the show. Now, speaking of robberies and spice, you know, there's been a couple of battles that have gone down that people vehemently disagree with the judging. How have those rappers reacted post de facto of the judging? Like, or are they like, hey, we need to figure this out. Like, I got robbed. Are they salty? Or is it just like, I know what I signed up for and it is what it is. How are they taking the, the, the decisions? I mean, I, I would say that everybody took it like a grown up. And at the same time, I mean, it, it's shout out to everybody who's participated. They, I mean, it, you, you have to imagine what, like, even if there was no money involved, right? This show is a huge look for guys. Absolutely. Right? It's a huge look. And we, myself, P, and our, you know, the rest of the family, like, impart that mm-hmm. to these guys. Like, this, this is, like... $25,000 is cool. Nobody's knocking that. But, but like the, the whole look of being involved in something like this, just like it was with UFF um, is a big deal. So when, a, when a guy takes it that seriously and writes his fucking heart out and puts his whole blood and sweat on the page mm-hmm. and then wraps it in front of like this room, but then there's like a indeterminate, crazy number of people on the other end of that lens that are watching you do it and then gets voted on and 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 then you have a classic battle like that's kind of the heartache that we never thought about is that the unbelievable heartache of tournament play when you can have a classic battle or a classic basketball game right mm-hmm. and somebody's got to win that shit so at the end of that like yeah, if the vote doesn't go your way and you left it all out there, yeah, guys walk away like fuck me. But usually that there's a moment when that wears off and it's usually once they go on social media and they have a whole bunch of new followers right. and the people who already fuck with them are like you got robbed or like I had a 2-1 or whatever like the 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 outpouring from the fans because the fans have been really engaged when they're hearing back from the fans they 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 realize that they did it for a reason right so you were talking earlier about um how 
right now with COVID-19, you're doing more battles with no crowds. And it seems like it's pros and cons to that as far as like not having a lot of people in your way trying to film and do the best job filming the uh, battles. But you just said that fans are still engaged. Like fans are still paying attention. So do you see yourself and the rest of the guys maybe potentially doing more just like on, on-site battles without any audiences? Yeah, I mean, I like I I think it's probably known like I I'm the creator of the standoff battles which has sort of been now sort of translated into the the you know the rooftop sterilized battles and all that kind of stuff. More flowers, brother. Well. More flowers, your, your, man. Your idea aged very well. Yeah. That that's a little spooky, right? Like that actually <laughs> <laughs> we came back from Orlando going, oh, shit, we got to have a bunch of standoff battles. Like, that was immediately the conversation mm-hmm. uh, between myself and Chico. Um, and, and uh, yeah, be- because of that reason. So, yeah, it was weirdly fortuitous that, that I, I sort of, like, birthed that into the world. And then it was like, oh, shit, we, like, we really need that, apparently. But, sorry, to answer your question, um, yeah, I mean, the the – the no crowd, uh, you know, bars under a microscope without any interference and without any gas version of things is, is something I'm really passionate about. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's kind of why, why it came about anyway. And then it's, it's definitely going to continue to serve us even once we can have, you know, a couple thousand people back in the room, which I know we're all looking for. I can't wait for that. I want to ask you something about the, the, the setting of these battles. Your first standout yeah. battle was QP and Emerson Kennedy, two guys that are obviously really pen heavy. And right. now in the tournament, we've kind of seen guys that just win battles with energy and delivery more than lyricism. Are you shocked that even with no crowd, no stoppage, just straight bars, it's not all about the pen? Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, definitely, I, they're definitely like was considering that there had to be you know, some way to translate, you know, um, the guys who are more presence heavy, uh, into that space. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised at how well it's done. I mean, I think if you look at Lou Castro's performance Mm -hmm. in particular, it like, we all kind of walked away from it saying Lou just gave us like a big room feel in this room, like in this, very small studio like he it felt like it felt like a big room yeah you could feel the energy you said you said his his name wrong his name is uh lou castro bracket buster (laughs) (laughs) for all the betters out there Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I didn't get it. I didn't give peek at your bracket. So you, you. Oh, so I'll give you the update. We had ninety submitted brackets, and after Lou Castro pulled the upset, only six were alive. Oh, now that part I heard. You told me. You told me that part. I didn't. You you got those glasses on like you were one of the ones who had Lou Castro going on. It's because I'm the. It's because I'm the bookie. I'm the bookie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He don't got a gambling problem. He just likes to gamble. <laughs> <You know? laughs> now, JB, man, you know, things wouldn't be things. Battle rap wouldn't be battle rap without a pinch of controversy, right? Oh, okay. Now, yeah. a lot of people are like, hey, I was in the chat. 
I didn't know when I could vote for the winner. You know, can you please elaborate and break that down to us on how the fan voting goes and, you know, inform the people? Because a lot of people were on our neck. Like, you got to ask, you got to ask. So we're just asking what the people wanted to know. So I think, I think what I'm gathering, and I mean, this is all, you know, kind of like, this is the day after when I get to actually like, sleep enough and process what the hell just happened Mm -hmm. from, from what I can tell from the feedback I've been reading is that the, the little trailer that, that, that caffeine made um, that explained the way that we were, that, that there was a, you know, a fifth judge and that was the, the fans. Mm -hmm. um, It kind of came across like there was an actual poll that was going to pop up and you could click on it and you would see the numbers go up. Is that, am I gathering that correctly? Is that sort of what people thought was going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so no, <laughs> they didn't, they, they didn't, they, the caffeine doesn't actually just have that technology sitting around. Okay. Um, they're, they're sort of constantly working on that to, to serve the battle rap audience more and more because they, they love us uh, and we love them back. Um, but, um, the the way that they do it is um, uh, in the studio. Caffeine, uh, like the the caffeine admins, have access to a, a much bigger um, rundown of the entire chat that's happening. Okay, um, like bigger than anything you or I could see, um, and and it'll show essentially all all of the feedback that the that the chat is giving as to who won. And as soon as, as soon as the battle ends and people are just throwing their opinions in, they just start counting that as a vote. I had a feeling that's what they were doing instead of the polling. Yeah. I had a feeling that's why I think more and more people are trying to be more engaged in the comments because a lot of times, you know, I'm one of those people, like, when I'm watching the battle, I want to try to focus. I ain't trying to comment. I ain't trying to read comments at the same time. So, but knowing that, I think it's going to make more and more people want to be more engaged so that they do feel like they may, if it does go to a fan vote, their vote was heard. Because a right. lot of people are confused. Yeah, no, that that appears to be the case. And, and that's just... I mean, that's honestly, we just live and learn like, you know, a lot of things are are kind of being created right up to the last second and, um, you know, don't get to go through a big committee of of like, oh, does that get the point across? You know, sometimes we just have to mess stuff and get it out, you know, to try to inform people or try to remind them like, hey, say who you think won. Um, So and so that that's essentially how it works, though, currently is. In the chat, when you're saying who you think won, that counts as your vote. Um, and they're not double counting? Because sometimes people will say it more than one no, time. No, they're not double counting. So they're not double counting? Okay. Like Just per, per account. Right. Because sometimes people are saying that, too, that, well, if somebody could just spam, 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 spam for one person to win, and that could kind of alter the results. Right. And so, I mean, the, the quick answer to that is if you're noticing that, they're, they're noticing that. Like the, mm. the the screen the screen where we're watching that part back is okay. is like a sixty four inch television that's giving us all that information so it's not okay. it's not lost um, okay that's yeah. that's cool no 
and and again, that's not like me trying to make any excuse for it. It's it's just how they needed to do it for now, and then kind of we were just pushing for the development of a technology that would be like a true voting system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smack had a quote yesterday at tip off before you guys started. He said. Uh, Jay Black and Henny Man. Well, by the way, shout out to those guys. They're doing an incredible job hosting. Uh, they, they asked, they asked Smack, "You have any advice for the battlers?" And Smack said verbatim, "Don't put yourself in a predicament to have a debatable." That's a fact. That's really good. That's really good. I, that's I really think that's good a, that, that might be a top five Smack quote <laughs> of all time. Yeah, that's like yeah, that should be on a T-shirt or something, right? Or, yeah, that should be that should be like the the title of his uh, autobiography. <laughs> it sounds like something he it sounds like something he tells his gunners, like you know when Smack has his gunner that he's pushing, and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push you, son. Don't put yourself in a predicament and have a debatable, son. You know." Well, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling up Smack tonight, and just gonna, I'm just gonna have him say that to me, like just to start off. With me. Yo, JV, the next time, the next one, Shan, don't make this a debatable. Don't, don't leave yourself in a position to have it debatable. So, I, like, I'm gonna have a great week after somebody tells me that. Right. So adding on to that quote and talking about the fan vote, uh, we we were about to talk about Don Marino and and Easy the Block Captain. You you had just called in. Uh, I'm not upset at the decision, guys, because if it went 2-2, the fan vote was overwhelmingly for easy. And it almost feel like everybody kind of wanted Don to fail because I just see a bunch of Don slander online now. But I will say, this was Don's battle to lose. I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. Yeah, I mean, Don with the more experience, with the, uh, with the resume and everything, and with the NWX backing, you know, a lot of people had him in their brackets. Now, what's been interesting for me is that week one, I went based upon who I thought was just going to genuinely win the battle, right? Oh, stupid me. I end up going 2-2, right? Week two, I go, hmm, let me wisen up. I'm going to make my picks based upon who I think the judges are going to end mm. up, like, picking. I went 3-1 and one this week with Don being I- my... With Don being my sole loss, you know, I personally had him winning the battle. I got bombarded on Twitter with a bunch of slop thrown at me, trash can emojis, you name it, I got it. And I just went, listen, man, it is what it is. The judges voted for who they voted for. I'm not up for debating it because it's done now. Like, you know, it's finito, you know. But it was definitely Don's battle. Like, he had to come out there and be clearly head and shoulders better than uh than easy. And, you know, like Smack said, don't leave it up for a debatable. And then you leave it up for a debatable, it could go either way. And it didn't go his way this time, though. He started off so strong. In that first round, he sounded so polished. He sounded like the most polished battle rapper in the, from the past two weeks in that first round. But I think his biggest mistake was if you pulled Don aside and asked him, what, what round do you think was your best? He would have said my first round. And it's like, if you're going to start the battle with your strongest round, you're, you're going downhill from there on out. You know, like, like what else do you have room to go up there for? And I feel like that's the hardest round of the battle to win when you set the battle off that first round because you haven't got hit yet by your opponent. You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know if they're in momentum of rebuttal. So you could throw out your best round and possibly lose, and then all the chips are gone. So I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, 
so we were we were watching some of the footage just to watch footage back this morning and uh i think uh twiz who just left to get on an airplane he he uh his favorite round from don was his second he couldn't stop talking about don's second Mm -hmm. i can't say i know exactly what what it was about it that just lit him up but he was genuinely just like yo you gotta fucking watch it again like so I, I think, I, I mean, to I'd say this, all of this stuff is going to have ridiculous rewatch value. Yeah. Right. Yeah, his second was I a really, I'm, I'm sorry, Cece, go ahead. No, I was just saying I agree with that. I feel like everybody's going to rewatch it, all these battles, because like I said, this week was superb. Okay, superb. I feel like everybody did a great job overall. So I know a lot of people are going to be rewatching the battle. And not, not everyone might change their mind. <laughs> Some people are like, hey. <laughs> seven out of eight's not bad. Now I, I gotta say, man, were the guys giving a pep talk before these face-offs on Friday night? Because everybody's energy was up, like from the beginning to the end. Like brothers were like, "Listen, man, we need to stand out this week." Like that was a whole lot of energy Friday night and it definitely carried on into Saturday. Like did it, did the energy feel different from the previous week? Cause you know, people say you got the Western conference, which was yesterday and the Eastern yeah. conference. So now you got a rivalry between these two. Like did the energy feel different? Just walking into the building um, this past weekend. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely came in like the guys, we, we kind of have like a, this is, part of the design of the show and of the face-offs, the guys have a, a designated arrival time. Oh, okay. They all have to get in at the same moment. Uh, so they kind of all walked in like a, like a, there was a, there was a, there was an energy shift for sure. I mean, that, like what we're calling, I guess what we're calling the Eastern conference now, like is not, I ain't calling him that. The people's calling him that. <laughs> Point is the, the left side of the bracket is nothing to sleep on, but the right side of the bracket definitely came in I, I, and I leaned over to Twiz and I was like, Oh shit, this is, this is the re, this is the tough guy side of the bracket, isn't it? And he was like, yeah, a lot of big fucking dudes in that room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. The battle of Hans and Hans. Guy. I rarely feel small around people. Like there's, there's a lot of big dudes in there. I got to ask Kruger, you. Ponja Kruger was an ultimate can't lose battle. Say it again. I said Fonz and Kruger was like a can't lose battle. Like both those guys did amazing. So, oh like, my god! Like yeah, yeah. That I mean, like I'm happy for Fonz and Fonz is amazing, and I feel like Fonz is going to get a ridiculous look off of this. But like, you you couldn't have really been mad if it went either way. Like they were so good. It was so good. JB? I felt like they were battling. It it almost felt like they had a chip on their shoulder that they didn't start off the night. Like, like they were mad that, that Ace and Bad News went first. Like, they wanted, like, they never said anything about this, but it almost felt like they were like, oh, no, 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 fuck that. We're the headliners. Like, like they, they, they came out swinging. It was crazy. They so did. I love they the competition. I, lo- I, I also got to commend you guys and Caffeine for when things got a little bit shaky, we cut straight to, to, to the black screen. We didn't need BRB. to see any of that. You know, we'll be, be right, right back. back. You know, normally, if this was the pay-per-view, I'd say, hey, I need to see everything I paid for, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I'm glad that everyone was sensitive to what's going on in this current time, that we didn't need yeah. to see that. Thumbs up for that. 
But I got to ask you, those two behemoths and two Goliaths, you know, staring each other down and, and talking crazy. How nervous did it get? Did, did Schmack jump off the chair, son, and like have to like say, yo, chill. Remember what's going on right now. Uh, shout out shout out to my guy, P. Um, I think I posted a picture of him this week and called him the nose tackle of battle rap. <laughs> uh, like, and not that he had to tackle anybody, but but he like he and a number of of, of us. Um, I shouldn't even say us because I didn't I didn't make it out from behind my director's <laughs> table. But the whole thing was calmed down. Like mm-hmm. and people know me from other <laughs> things of kind of jumping up in the middle and calming things down. But but it, it was calm before there was anything for most of us to do. Okay. Those like, uh, I mean, I, and honestly, that's a, that's a, that's a salute as I see it to one, to Brooklyn hands, respecting smack and respecting the platform enough to not go into a bag that he would be perfectly comfortable going into. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I, I really have to shout him out for that. Like he didn't, he didn't, he didn't go too crazy on that. And then, and, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's tough sometimes, you know, it's tough not to go there. And, and he didn't go there. Facts. Uh, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. And I'm glad the battle got to end and, you know, we got the decision that we got, we got to live with it. You know what I mean? But, um, is this, a, is this a group of, uh, you feel like big hand got, uh, <sighs> got, uh, I, I personally uh, felt like there was a two eleven. There was a two, there was a two eleven in progress. And I felt like big hand, Definitely deserved to walk away with that victory. I mean, you had the hard stumble and stop in the second round from Brooklyn Hands. And in the third round, he talked about Shotgun Suge. And Big Hand was straight and direct to Brooklyn Hands. And, you know, I don't know how Brooklyn Hand walked away with that battle. However, the judging is what the judging is. So we all got to live with it and move on from that. You know what I mean? But I personally felt like... Big Hand was the better MC and rapper that night. Yeah, he definitely should have got by all the MCing rules. He should have walked away with that victory. That's fair, and I mean honestly, like, and 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 I and I don't want to be overly diplomatic about it because I don't want to take anybody's uh, feeling away about it. But but that's kind of perfect too. Like, if people feel like he got robbed, like people are gonna be loyal to him. Like when we do another one of these one-off rounds and bring him back against his opponent. Like people will be enthusiastic and supportive of him and want to see him on bigger cards. So I feel like, like I, like you guys know me at this point, like I'm not the two, one guy. Like I I don't honestly care most of the time. I'm always looking for the way that this helps a guy's career. Yeah. and, And to me, like even pretty much every guy who, who, didn't go on to the next round still has like a, a huge look. Yeah. Well, so, so well, shout out, out to hand. shout out to big hand who was actually in the chat. And he says, how you move on from somebody cheating you out of 25 K, you know, he says, uh, so big hand is feeling a certain type of way, you know, but big hand, you did well last night, brother. You got a lot of people who for the first time were seeing you who were totally unfamiliar with what you do and who felt like you won. You know, I know the 25K is still 25K, but, you know, ultimately you're going to continue to go on and do the damn thing. Like, you made a lot of fans last night for sure. He gained a lot of fans. Yep. And, and, yeah. and people have been, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm only just now processing everything that happened last night. But, um, I mean, 
yeah, my Twitter definitely has a lot of lot of big hand mentions. I want to say we, we we feel like big hand may have gotten two one one right. It went it, the the decision was a split decision. It went to the fans. The fans want to see Brooklyn That's hand in hand. That's what I'm <laughs> Hey, listen, man. You know Drake has more fans than Elzai. You know what I'm saying? So if you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you got more people in the chat and more people are feeling you, you got to rally your troops. Got to tell them, yo, come watch me. You know, I'm on caffeine. If it goes down to a 2-2 tie, y'all got to vote for me. Y'all got to make sure that your presence is felt. And that's another thing, man. Brothers got to get out there, promote, make sure that everyone is tuning in, even beyond what URL is providing and the face-offs. Like, you got to tap in to your to your community tap into your audience and let them know yo this is ride or die this is 25k y'all gotta be riding for me y'all gotta support and show out whole philly should have been out there big hand big hand big hand you know what i'm saying like it should have went down like that for him no and and i want to say like i don't like like i I think it's important to say like there's there's not a lot more big hand needed to do to win that battle either it's not it's not like like, oh, you know, like he, he didn't leave it all on the foot. Like he's, he's another right. guy that left it all on the court. And th- and again, that's a, that's just, that's a hard fucking place to be in. Like, no, that's a fact. They, they, they picked the winner they picked. And that, that, that's, again, that's hard when you, when you give in a really, really high quality performance. It's really fucking hard to just walk away from that, shrug it off. And as Han said, there's money involved. And yeah. Super facts. JB, man, I, I want to thank you for your time, brother. We're, we're going to move on to a couple of our segments for the rest of the evening, or afternoon, I should say. Uh, JB, thank you for your time, and thank you for putting on such a masterpiece. You're back at it next week for the one-offs. Yep. Can't it's going to be a whole new look. It's going to be a completely different look than, than – than the, I'm, I'm doing things visually to differentiate the, you know, the one-off aspects of the, of the uh, tournament from actual tournament play, if you will. Oh, man, I can't wait, man. JB, we will be sending you some more flowers next week, man. Once again, thank you for giving us something to look forward to every single Saturday. Like I said, we're so used to kicking back and watching some kind of sport. And for us Battle Rap fans, this is our sport. And, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, sometimes we need just a little relief to step back and just, like, tune into some entertainment and i want to salute all the mcs i want to salute you i want to salute p i want to salute twiz you know everyone that's down with your team if i forgot your name i apologize but thank you man for bringing us this entertainment week after week after week and we look forward to more greatness from you and the whole entire black market media team thank you and thank you all for for shining a light on us uh my my team is the more is the more quiet we don't do nearly as much media and we really appreciate you guys taking the time to, to talk to me and talk, talk to my team. Um, and, and, and give us a little love. Oh, no problem, brother. Absolutely. JB, thank you for your time, brother. Peace. Thank you. All right, guys, let's move on to uh, the rest of the news we have for the day. Right. Let's do it. Player. Did we, uh, we didn't we... do all the battles, did we? Uh, the last battle we didn't get a chance to talk about. Yeah, come yeah, we, on, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I'm we, out we, here in you, Cleveland, man. You trying to get my block knocked off, man? What you doing? Listen, I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to maintain the schedule. We started a little late, you know, trying to catch it up and all. But you're right, Fonz does need to get his flowers. He had performance of the night. 
Absolutely, man. Fonz went. Talk about it. Listen, Fonz went crazy, dog. Like, first round, <laughs> he came out with the bazookas. And this was the battle. You know, I put it out there. I said, yo, this is the battle that's going to be my personal battle of the night. Two heavy punchers. I was expecting the most from both gentlemen. And I will say, Fonz completely delivered on that. All three rounds, nothing but haymakers, stiff jabs, strong right crosses. It was crazy, like punchline after punchline after punchline mixed with real talk. I will say, Kruger, I have seen better from him. I've seen him live up to higher potentials in his previous battles. There, that would, there was a reason why I named this my personal battle of the night. And unfortunately, I felt like Fonz was just a step faster all night long than Kruger was, you know, and he was just getting to the point quicker and his punches were just hitting harder. You know, I had this, a gentleman's dirty low key, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that Kruger was bad. I'm trying to get Kruger a round because... He he has he has some bars. He has some. He mm, did. No, he, he has some fire. TC, let me let me quote one for you. He told Kruger, "How someone who makes tees and shirts don't have merch? It's outstanding. He pressed the hard iron, but he won't raise the iron. He's got the wrong branding." Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Yo, it was yeah, man. It was clear no, cut. There was a whole bunch of Don DeMarcos. <laughs> I heard like, them going off in my wow. head, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just like, yo. I'm literally, I, I'm so, punching the couch what? next I to me. <laughs> look, I need more people to show love to Fonz from Cleveland because he said it too. He, a lot of Cle- Cleveland don't get no love when it comes to battle rap, like Ohio in general. Like I'm in here in Columbus. Like we got some dope potential acts. And Fonz, I'm so proud of Fonz because ever since Born Legacy 8 last year, mm, that yeah. was in Cleveland. He's turning up. I have been a fan of his and I'm just proud of him. Like, win or lose, I was just proud of him for even being picked for this tournament. But I definitely have him. I Look, I'm tr- I'm still trying to get Kruger around. But I know people are saying it's, it's looking like a gentleman's 30. Yes, yes, yes. It was a gentleman's 30. Um, yeah, man, but shout out to Kruger though. He's definitely going to be back. He's definitely going to be around. Like I love his style. I love the grit. I was just expecting more punches mixed with the trap talk. Cause that's what I love from him. You know, you literally feel like you're in a dirty trap house when he's rapping and with the punches that he brings, it's just like the perfect blend and balance. I felt like maybe he tried to finesse his pen a little bit more to get a little bit more poetic, where he just should have stuck to what he normally does, you know, and I felt like that would have hit a little bit harder. Fon stuck to the game plan. Clonk you in your head over and over and over again with some creative-ass punchlines, and it worked, man. He didn't deviate from his plan, and he got the W. Kruger's getting a lot of love. I saw a lot of people mention on Caffeine or on Twitter during and after the battle, people are showing Kruger love. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people are, like, saying he... A lot of people are trying to compare him to JC, mm. but more believable. Mm-hmm. So if you can't compare to JC, mm. that's a good tree to be a part of. Right, yeah. You still doing something right. Cortez has openly said he's taking Kruger under the wing. So that's oh, a great okay. guy, also. Oh, 
and, and listen, the ropes. and Kruger even said himself, look, I realized what I did wrong and I'm going to work on things. So, you know, accountability, like accountability is key. He's not out here Thank bitching you. and complaining. Thank so you. he's got a bright future. He's going to step his game up and we'll see him again. More plates, please. <laughs> more fire, more fire. Uh, I'm gonna just put it. I'm gonna put it on wax. I think we're gonna see Fonz in the final four. So, yeah, I mean, I picked him oh, to going. be in the final. Yeah, for sure. Oh, H. I O. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm talking about. Guys, we we. we oh hi ho. <laughs> Guys, we got a lot of developments yesterday during the stream, and I was really excited that URL dropped some news for us because now we have more things to work on as media. It's it's great. We have more content coming up. Um. KCJ and Coffee Brown, they were supposed to have an IG Live battle going down, I think, this Saturday. But a URL picked up their battle. Great job for the ladies because they were charging $15 for an IG battle. And, of Thank course, God. we, we want to su- support everyone, but we know the product. The value does not add up to the product. I'm sorry. So I'm very grateful that URL said, look, you are two of the, the up-and-coming ladies right now building your brand and your careers. Both your names are hot. Let's not waste any time with this. Don't waste it on the IG battle. Let's book it for you. Mm-hmm. Now they're on Sterilized 2. They were having a rooftop battle. This will be the first rooftop female battle in URL history. Oh, yes, salute. Yes, 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 we know yes. Cece's hyped up for this joint. Yes. I'm hyped up because, number one, I think this is way better than them trying to do it on their own and get feel salty when they don't hit their goal as far, as far as money. I'm pretty sure Smack is going to give them a nice little coin mm-hmm. since he picked it up. Okay, and again, first female rooftop battle. Come on, they gonna the, go crazy too. Uh, they gonna me, go crazy. Let me ask I the like people. Both of them too. Let me ask the people. You guys, tell me what the people say. KCJ and Coffee Brown. How are they feeling about it? Which direction are they leaning towards? Guys, who you guys got going into this battle? KCJ or Coffee Brown? That's my opinion. Is saying KCJ. oh, Casey, KCJ, Coffee Two One. Okay, okay, Felix. Casey, are they picking Geechee's friend to win? What are they? Who are they picking? Oh, Jr. Like Jr. Uh, Boneka. He's got coffee two right one. Yeah. I want everybody to remember this. This rooftop battle will be in Coffee's backyard. It will be in LA. So that's a fact. Yo, it yeah, is definitely looking fifty fifty, man. It's definitely looking fifty fifty right about now. So I mean, we'll have ourselves a good battle on hand. Uh-uh, don't say that, Raven. <laughs> Oh, come on, brother. (laughs) Listen, man, Geechee's friend takes care of her own bars. Let's not do that. (laughs) Well, how daylight say, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let me let me ask you two guys before we move on to the next piece of news. Who do you who do you think has the upper hand if they if they were if they go to war? Who do you who where where are you leaning towards, Vlad and Cece? Ladies first. Man, I just, I keep remembering and going back to what Casey did to Miss Merck. Now, yes, I know Miss Merck choked for three rounds, but still, I really feel like, and I said it after the battle, if Miss Merck would have came with some material, she still would have got her dumb ass killed. Like, that's just how I feel. Casey. That's how you feel. Casey went to Mars in that battle. Yeah. To Mars. I haven't seen her yet. She hasn't come back to Earth. Okay. So now that, that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write coffee out because coffee okay. I I huh? Oh, 
I love coffee because she talked that street. She talked that gutter. And I love it. Okay. I love when I love when coffee talks and coffee could talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Casey has been talked to yet. Oh. For real, for real. Oh. I was just about to add that add that to you. Uh, we've seen Casey catch the body of the year probably so far, but she wasn't tapped back. I always am concerned about the people that win flawless fights but don't take any punishment in them fights. How do they respond? Yeah. Vlad, your 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 thoughts to put a ribbon on it? Listen. To me, the way that Casey was performing that night, it didn't matter who stood in front of her. She was going to get busy and it was going to get crazy. Her writing was off the charts. Her performance and delivery was off the charts. I got to say, Coffee's presence is pretty strong. Her presence is strong. That is her strong point. Her delivery and writing, they're starting to catch up. She's going to be in her backyard. Like you said, she's Geechee's friend, and Geechee will probably be there coaching her along. But like my man W. Pittman said, Casey got official in jazz in her corner. You don't think they ain't going to be coaching her along and give her some some extra pointers on what it's like to go in someone's backyard and catch that fade? They're going to have to lock up on that rooftop, and it's going to get crazy. And I feel like... Especially official, she she travels and catches Yeah, she goes everywhere, yeah. She catch male bodies, female bodies, he-she bodies. Like, like, it's crazy. The the, the qualifications to be a Bardashian is to catch a body. Mm. <laughs> they they, all, all three of them got bodies. They, them. All of them, they, they all bodies. do. And coffee doesn't have a body yet, you know. So, who, who am I putting my money on? The person who's got a body, or the person who ain't has a body? You know what I'm saying? But back to Fran, like Fran said, you know, you may you may have been doing all the barking, but what you gonna do when you get barked back? Oh, we, when we, you get barked back, we are about, you gonna be able to hold your composure and hold it down? Well, we're about to find out on that rooftop when this battle goes down. We will see soon enough. All right, let's move on with the news, guys. There's, As you guys know, that during the bye week of Ultimate Madness, they've decided to put on Ultimate Madness uh, one-offs. So they took the guys on the loser bracket, made a match. They have Kid Chaos versus Real Sick, obviously, and uh, Squeako versus Gunpowder Pat. But headlining the one-off cards is JC versus Loso. This is a an incredible yeah. match. This was, this was a match that was picked up from the app uh, card in March that got shut down right at the start of quarantine. And I want to say that, guys, JC is battling Loso and Emerson Kennedy back-to-back within 24 hours. Just keep that in mind. JC's crazy. He can do it. France, this is your dream battle, isn't it? I love this match. I love this match. Uh, I think that... Uh, you're going to get a lot of Bible bars from JC and, and JC can always tap into that bag. He, he has the pen to go with it. And I've been dying to see JC in a quiet environment where there's nobody stopping him. There's nobody forcing him to say every letter. He just goes straight through. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Every syllable. Because JC's pen is immaculate. But I know. I, I, but, but in general, I don't like stoppage from any of my battle rappers. And JC is the one that kind of provokes it and draws out his rounds. Now, I just want y'all to make sure y'all heard him. Okay. <laughs> I Loso, know. Guys, let, let's, 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 let's just be honest, guys. Loso was booked for K-Shine. It fell through. He was booked for Twerk. It fell through. He he had a lot of big battles booked, and they just keep falling through. He's supposed to battle JC. Quarantine started. He's finna kill something. This is a very well-rested individual that's been sleeping on material and, more importantly, has been having 
good opportunities with big names. It just he gets the the, the bad luck of the draw. Somebody's gonna catch the bullet in front of Loso right now. Mm, somebody's <laughs> and it might be JC. My man Raven said. You know, JC with these back-to-back battles, he's definitely going to slack off in one of these battles. You know, the, my my thing is, is all right. His back-to-back last year with Cortez, Gluizzi, and Bankhead. Like, let's just be honest. Cortez is obviously the the, the toughest name there. Gluizzi beat himself, and Bankhead is an amateur still. Emerson, Kennedy, and Loso are not amateurs. That's what these I'm are- saying. And and France, you know, we've had this this discussion on Let's Talk Battle Rap podcast. Go subscribe on all the streaming platforms. That. With the content that JC provided, he's not able to get to a 10 when he has a battle back to back and in one week apart. And these are two skilled writers. Emerson Kennedy is no slouch. And whatever level of writing you think JC gets to, Emerson can get to that level also. And then we got Loso, who's a dynamic performer and who also has bars too. So he's not picking you know, a potent writer and then someone who's on the come up there. These are two skilled MCs. And this is a 24 hour period, not a back to back week. Like, this is kind of crazy, man. If JC can pull this off, he might be Jesus Christ himself. It's going to be crazy. Before, before we go to the people on the, the stream, people, them. I, I want to point out that Emerson Kenny and Loso are, are really special writers because Emerson Kenny is really poetic. Mm-hmm. So JC's got to combat that. But then Loso has this like letter for like thing. He's always breaking down a word. You know, Loso, Loso used to be an English teacher. So yeah. this guy is just looking at words all the time. He's breaking down words. He's finding ways to make these letters into into bars. Mm-hmm. And with no crowd, I feel like that's going to resonate more. He's battling two different contrasts of writing. And there's a very difficult assignment. What do the people think? Can JC handle a back to back with Emerson Kennedy and Loso? Nah. He Let, can handle it, y'all. Let's I go know to, you think so, CC. We're asking the people. We're asking the, the people, people. Them, the people, them. What oh. are the people saying, CC? You oh, can see the screen. Just what my opinion saying? said yes. Just my opinion. Just my opinion says yes. Pitman says absolutely agree. NTE says nah. Mason <laughs> says yeah. His Gordon Ramsay word breakdown hit hard, right? Or Raven said EK Ben violence, so I don't know. Um, JC is taking this clear. Shout out to my man from Canada, PV Dasa, Canada. PV Dasa, okay. That's Out of right. Um, JC, best small room URL win was franchise, bro. Oh, Tim the Genius popped up and then it went away. Tim, write that again for me, brother. I missed what you said. Anyway. He said it's too much for JC. He'll do well, but lose both. Ooh, whoa. Uh, you, you and I gave an opinion. Vlad, Vlad, you and I gave our opinions. The people spoke. Stop CC didn't the get a chance to chime hate. in. Cece, what do you think of Jason? Y'all know what I'm going to say. We, we need to hear it. She we is also from it. Michigan. She JC is also from the glove. JC has always said that he he how he does his writing and, and like goes over what he writes, he's always going to be prepared for a battle. Every he's word. Uh-huh. He's going to be fine. It's not like JC has never battle multiple times in a short period of time. Yeah, so if anybody, if anybody can do it, it's him. I'm JC. not worried about that, but I'm not going to act like, I just feel like EK and Loso, they definitely going to have to get in a bag. And I feel like with JC, he got to also keep this in mind. Everybody brings their best when they battle him. Mm. Every battle rapper has said that from Twerk, from Saga, everybody has, Geechee, everybody has said this. Like, every time I battled JC, I had to make sure I brought the best of the best at that moment that I could bring. 
because I know his bag, his vocabulary, just how he writes, how he thinks, and his intricacies is out of this world. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can write like JC writes. Wow. So, we got some more. We got some more coming in from the people. The question is if if Loso and Ek can make it debatable with JC. Ooh. Oh man, That's we what got. I'm I expect JC to spit six rounds of mid. Oh man, his material Ooh. is affected when he is short on prep. JJ speaks over from the UK. What up, brethren? Oh man, this is getting crazy. Guys, of, I want to give you some bad rep inside. I want to give you some bad rep inside for these two matches. BRI. Emerson, woo, Kennedy, woo, woo. Emerson Kennedy has had five battles already this year with URL, obviously all quarantined and rooftopped and standoff. But URL is looking to give Emerson Kennedy this contract extension because they love his talent. They love the value that he's presenting right now. And the opportunities are working for him. Loso, on the other hand, who signed his URL contract in 2018 when he started his debut on Gnome, his contract just ended. Mm. So this means Loso's looking to re-up. So you know what that means, brother. So if, if Emerson <laughs> Kennedy is looking for an extension and had JC on the hit list, like he called him out, and Loso called out JC, and he's looking for a renewal, this is something to keep in mind. Listen, both these brothers are trying to get that max contract and that bag. So you know what happens when NBA players are in that contract year. They hustling, diving on the floor, getting extra rebounds, making that extra assist, trying to go from 21 points a game to 26.7 points a game, and they want that bag. So, JC, you have got to watch out. You are being headhunted by two brothers who need that contract extension, and you are now in their crosshairs. So with 24 hours to go back-to-back, you're going to have to bring it, man. You've been bringing it for years, but you cannot be lacking in this battle. All right, Miss. Okay, Miss Michigan, we got you. (laughs) Let's move on, guys. Uh, More back to back. Your man Charlie Clips had a clip out on his Instagram where he called out Geechee Gotti and Averb, but he told URL to book both those matches back to back. He is also interested in battling both these names within 24 hours apart from each other. Now, do you guys feel as confident? That's the people first before we dive into this. Do you guys feel as confident that Charlie Clips can pull off six rounds in 24 hours? Against Geechee Gotti and Aver. What do the people have to say? Mazone said, Clips tripping, laughing my ass off. They ain't going to book these back to back. Please, no. Oh, man. People ain't having faith in Charlie like that, man. He is capable of destroying both <laughs> in theory. <laughs> Facts. Uh oh. Here go Lil Reggie. Fuck no. <laughs> Clips can. Will he? I don't think so. <laughs> Little Reggie turned, man. <laughs> Shout out to Little Reggie. Man. I agree with Pitman. Can he? Yes. Will he? Is the question. Will mm. he be mm. able to do it? I'm not going to doubt that he, he has the ability to do it. I won't. But is he? Now we know with clips. Yeah. Sometimes we all we don't always get the clips that we expect to get. Facts. Facts, Just like facts. with the, the battle will shine. Yeah. Say that. I told y'all it was going to happen. Y'all could have saved that battle. I, I, you were right. You called it. Y'all could have saved that battle. We were wrong about it. We thought it was going to be a Harlem rivalry. We were yeah, wrong. So, um, it was a friendly battle, and I could care less for it. Guys, yeah. I want to point, point out an interesting stat. Charlie Clips, for his career, 
has 73 battles while JC first career has 76. Wow. They're not that far. They're not that far apart in volume. So I, I think there is, is if you could say JC could do it, you could probably say Clips could do it as well. I mean, Clips can show up, but like my man Felix is saying, Clips isn't hungry for this anymore. It's all light work for him. Wow. You know, I don't know, man. I don't think that it's a task that he he's going to be able to deliver on back to back like this, man. I think the clips that we have been seeing at times, he's been good at times. He's been decent at times. It looks like he's just there to be there and he's not taking on two scrubs. These aren't two guys from a tryout league that he's just going to be battling and smacking around. These are formidable MCs and to take him on back to back notice on 24 hours. Like that's, that's a lot to ask for, man, especially when you're in, this point of your career, after you've had so many battles under your belt, it's a difficult task. Just like if I'm saying that JC might have a difficult time with this, I'd be a fool not to think that Charlie Clips wouldn't have a difficult time with this. He is one of the greats. He is one of the goats. However, I just think at this point where he's at and what he's been bringing, I just don't know, man. 24 hours back to back. I just I don't see it going favorable in his in his uh in his direction. I throw a curveball your way. He's obviously the two names Gichi Gotti, who's obviously battled already nine times this year, has a rooftop battle. You, we know we're going to see him on Gnome. Mm-hmm. So he can easily catch Gichi Gotti in, in, in the mix of uh, schedule conflicts. And Averb has lost a step as well. And Charlie Clips has been rested since January. I'll say this with the Gichi battle, Gichi is week in, week out. We've seen this guy, you know, battle twice a month for two years straight now. And he is the champion of the year. So if there's one battle two, where two, two time champion two, of the two, year, two of them things. So if there is someone who I think is going to catch clips between these two guys, I definitely think it'll be Geechee. I think he'll clip his wings, no pun intended. But I think for that Aver battle, it's like you know when you got a guy's number, and now you got to get that rematch going on again. I think Clips could go back to that special place and revisit, you know, Summer Madness one, and maybe catch Averb slipping. You know, we talked about this before. I still, I took, I, I erased that from my mind that Clips and Verb already battled. Guys, I forgot. Uh, this is a rematch because I don't want, yeah. I don't want to remember that night <laughs> at Summer Madness. My Summer Madness was up here, and then after that battle, it just, it kind of went down. Mm. Kind of went we, down because we'll on, I, didn't, right? yeah. I didn't expect Clips to do Verb that bad. I didn't. Before we move on to the next topic, I, I think on paper it's really easy to say, oh, I can't trust Clips for six rounds in 48 hours. But he's trying to catch a Geechee Gotti slipping. And, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody that takes Geechee and Twerk, they are well-prepared. They line them up. He's probably has Geechee material ready for a long time ago. And, CC, you and I were in the building when Clips battle Verb. He's psychologically owned Verb. You think that, that goes away? It doesn't go away. Maybe Clips knows what he's doing more than anything. What if Clips already has these rounds prepared? Why would Clips call out two people back to back? Listen, man, this is also Charlie. (laughs) This is also Charlie Clips who will show up and all of a sudden someone in the crowd might have said something. And now he's battling a patron in the crowd for half a round. And we're like, what happened to the material you wrote for the guy that you're battling? And he seems like he's just I, I, making it I up on the spot. Vlad, I, I, I pay attention to when people call clips out versus when he calls them out. That's the difference. And that's where I'm like, okay, he has something up his sleeve. And and I and, and he's a great. So off rip, we have to be able to trust him. Last topic for our news that matters. 
Murder Mook breaks his silence finally, guys. Uh, we did our we did our show last week, and we left finding out Murder Mook was going to battle that same day. His battle dropped the Monday after. We couldn't cover it till six days later. He had a one round uh, virtual battle uh, on site RB battle with Street Hems, and Murder Mook really shook the culture up with his verse. So, Cece, you were really you said he was talking. That guy talk. That goat talk. Mm. He was talking like he was talking to us from the Battle Rap Mount Rushmore. He was mm. talking, you know, and I love how they did the his video in a playground. Like he was saying, like, metaphor, like, this is my playground still. Don't get it twisted. Mm. It's still my playground. I, I make the rules. I make the calls. I, I battle what I battle. I say what I say. Mm. Period. Ah, come With a T. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mook was ill, man. His wordplay, his metaphors, his similes, his flows, it was all on point, man. Like, this was like textbook Mook. This was great writing. I, I was intrigued, man, from the start to the end of it. And salute to him, man. He got in his bag and he brought that pen out. And that pen was on fire. So I loved it. And but I would... I the Street Hems did his thing too. Now, my thing is, I I want to see that pen versus okay. Briz, Rothstein, URL. Please set a URL. Please set it up and make it uh, happen, man. Like, let's stop playing games. Yeah, you you, jump, you jumped the gun for me, Vlad. Uh, oh, did I? My bad be, player? Yeah, Murder Move breaks his silence. Put that back in the holster. With, you know what I mean? With, with the battle, he did obviously multiple topic interviews that just being calculatedly dropped throughout mm-hmm. time so he could spread the course and stay relevant. In some of these interviews, obviously, he, he talked about Surf and Lux, says Surf has no chance. Mm. That's his opinion. But he said he's ready for the Briz battle. I think he's been ready for the Briz battle, yo. I think after that night at the horror at Amazora, I think he was ready to go the next night. (laughs) I think he was ready to go the next week. I think Mook is one of those classic old school MC. Let me not say old school because old school just has a hint of, you know, you're you're outdated. You're you're past your prime. I said the hip, the how, the hip to the. He's a vintage MC who has like classic written all over him. He lives by different rules. He is a rapper's rapper. He has rounds in his head already. He has 16 still ready to go. If he goes up to a radio station and whoever, you know, T.I. shows up and they're like, yo, you guys want to go six rounds and rap? He will have six rounds of raps. Some of your favorite battle rappers who are out right now don't have a spare rap in their head, okay? If they ain't battling, they don't got a rhyme. Mook is writing rhymes just for the exercise of it, just in case you think you're better than him. All right. He comes from that era. So is he ready for for Briz? Yes, he's ready for Briz. And if he's coming with that level of writing, mm, this is what we're going to want to see, man. So whoever has something to say about the Averb battle, I think he's going to shut them up with this battle. Let's ask the people. Murder Mook versus Briz. What's their thoughts? Oh, man. WP. My man said, I got Mook 2-1 over Briz. Mazone, Briz 2-1. Oh, Lil Reggie, Briz 2-1. Briz will kill Mook, says Felix. Wow. Don't kill him. Oh, listen. Don't kill him. My goodness, man. The 40 and over club seems to be picking Mook, but all the young balls is out here going, Briz is going to murder this guy. It's getting crazy. 
Wow, Briz 2-1. I would say this, that I think that it's going to be closer than everybody expects because a lot they both probably have a lot to get off their chest. I know Briz probably wants to use that battle to finally speak his piece on the situation that happened. And they both are going to want to talk to each other. Right. I mean, I feel like I felt, I felt energy between them two specifically during the face off when it was, you know, Cal and Mook and Top and Briz. I felt, I felt it from then that, okay, these two, these two want to go at it. This, this is a little bit more than bad rap. These two really want to go at it. So, um, I think it's been enough time since Briz and Mook have had to sit down and think about it. So I feel like, yeah, URL, they need to give that to us. That to make a, ma- to make a match. So much better. To make a match. The, a couple of interesting, interesting points before we leave, friends. JR said, you know, we haven't heard from Briz. So this, you know, leaves it wide open for him to also come in, make his statement and take the battle. And then, you know, we got someone else that says Mook is an angler. He is not going to lose to the guy who he punched in the face. Yikes. That is crazy. Well, he better not low key. Before we we transition, last question for the people. Last question for the people. You let me know what they say. If Briz and Murder Mook gets booked. Just my opinion said that. Facts. Uh If Briz and Murder Mook gets booked, does this automatically have Briz being ranked over T-Top all the time for having this match? Not to me. What do the people? What do the, what do the people say? Oh no! Say no. No. Oh, Lil Reggie says yes. Not really. Nope. Tim the Tim the Genius says nope. He gotta yes. win the battle. Just so far, we've win. got one yes and multiple no's. I say. I say it depends. If you mm. win the battle, then that's an argument that Briz got for over T Top. But if you don't win the battle. And you got punched by, oh, Bray, uh, by uh, Mook? Definitely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right, but let me switch on over to you, my my good friend. Ooh. You have uh, your historic clip of the day that you want to present to the people. Ah, uh, yes. This is our Way Back When segment. I'm going to take you back in a battle rap time chamber, and we are going to revisit a classic round slash battle from back in the day, France. Uh, I'm going to play this clip for you right now, my friend. Light me up, player. Play my intro music. Turn the volume up on that, player. Can you hear it? (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. I can hear it over here. We are going back. T-Rex... Versus Big T. Oh, bringing it back, friends? Bring it back. Vintage Rex. We're bringing you back, guys. Classic round for the weekend. 
While they're clapping it up, Vlad, tell everybody where this took place, the year. Oh, man, 2014, total slaughter. I think he meant Necro. Talk to him. <laughs> Guys, this is classic T-Rex. Now, in this segment is when we go back to a classic battle, classic round, a classic time in battle rap. This was 2014. This was a prime Rex. And why do I bring this battle up? Because this was also a tournament with judges, with money on the line, with pride on the line, national TV going on. And right now, what do we have? Ultimate Madness. We got bread on the line. It's on every single week. It's got the culture's total attention. And this was probably the time where Rex was in his prime. I mean, from the beginning of that round to the end of that round, the wordplay, the lyricism, the delivery, the breath control, the stage presence, the way he dominated that stage versus Big T. If you're looking at Averb's face, Daylight's face, Mook's face, uh, Joe Button's face, everyone is just like captured and enamored by what big t is doing and i think this is something that everyone can learn from when you're coming into this game you got to come prepared and you got to be sure of every single bar that you are delivering and big t was the epitome of what it is to be an mc at that point and this was a time in battle rap where you know they told them listen you guys got to come up with these bars you got eight hours we're going tonight we just need 90 seconds of rhymes and big T, and not big T, and T Rex was like the only guy who was out there delivering his rhymes flawlessly. Even in this battle, Big T stumbling, didn't get all his bars out. Everyone else in that competition stumbling, choking. They couldn't get together ninety seconds of round of of rapping in eight hours, or even in a day's time. And you think about today's point, France brought this point up to me. Now you got guys who were riding their entire three rounds of three minutes on the way to the battle. So I want to commend T-Rex of being one of these guys, the forefathers of this battle rap thing, of bringing in this modern culture. And although 
He may have lost a step. He's not the Rex that we remember him to be. I wanted to go back to this time in 2014 in total slaughter and remind everyone when Rex was that dude. Well said, Vlad. Well said. Uh, I appreciate the, the throwback, obviously. And uh, it's great to always put the people into it's a, it's a retrospect of what's going on in the past of battle rap, right? Absolutely. Uh, CC, it's time for our rant of the day. And uh, right. I'm, I'm going to let you set it off, right? Ladies first. Oh, friends, you, friends, you got me on the screen, brother. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's on, it, it's on uh, presentation mode. So when CC starts talking, you, you will leave. Oh, let me shut Hello. my trap then. So I'm a, you know, I'm going to keep it really quick and simple. You know, simplicity is always best. But my rant is just for some of the fans um, who are upset with some of the judging. In particular, my girl Rita. Now, I understand that when it comes to battle rap, when it comes to judging, obviously we're not always going to see it the same way. We're not going to see eye to eye. We're going to have difference of opinion. That's what makes battle rap so much fun and enjoyable because we can have a healthy debate. We can use our social skills to argue our points as to why I feel like, "Hmm, I don't see it that way, sis. I think this person is better because of ABC but some of y'all may not be happy with Rita but some of y'all are taking it way too far trying to be disrespectful and or trying to call her out of the culture saying that we need to get rid of her, cancel her look some of these calls and some of these votes that Rita is making is what everybody else on the judge panel is making too and other fans have been calling some of the battles the same way so let's not try and so I feel like we need to stop. Some of us need to stop making Rita a scapegoat. Some of us need to take a deep breath. You can disagree with Rita. You can have a difference of opinion with her or any of the other judges on the panel, on the panel. But to just try to count her out and say that she needs to be taken out of the culture is going way too far, especially all that she is doing with the platform that she has earned, earned on champion. We're not going to discredit her just because she happens to be dating Anwar that is also on Champion. We're not going to try to make it seem like she's only there because of that. I take offense to that. As a woman in media, I take great pride knowing that I got everything out the mud. I didn't get my media. I didn't get my newspaper career. I didn't get my radio career. And now doing less talk, better rap, and more better rap, more media by mess with nobody or anything like that. I got it because I was talented. I got, did the hard work and I'm good at what I do. Yes, baby. You are. Okay. And Rita is good at what she does, regardless of if you agree with her or, or not. I feel like she always comes from a good place. I think that she and the other judges are trying their best. And as women, I really take offense to seeing other women try to put her down or discredit her because of who she happens to date. It is very hard as women. I know not everybody is in media, but I will tell you, as a woman, as a Black woman, it is very, very hard to not only get into media, but to build your own platform in a media entity, okay? Because in a very male-dominated arena, a lot of our voices are not meant to be heard. We're only meant to be looked at. So I just want to drop that for, you know, moving on with the competition and the tournament. 
you may not agree with Rita. You may not agree with the other people on the judging panel. But let's not just want to cancel everybody because we just don't agree with them. And that's all I got to say. Well said, Cece. Well said. Uh, I love the point that you made. Uh, I think it's uh, just, you know, it should be fundamental. I, I actually am a, I'm actually kind of ashamed that this has to be said over and over again because people can't just get through it. It's like, listen, man, like we have women in media. These are women that know the culture, have been around the culture for a decade plus, that love hip hop and that are willing to put it out on the line for good journalism. You can't discredit these people. You can't just say because they're a woman that they don't know what they're talking about or they shouldn't be in this field. Like those days are over. This isn't 1950 anymore. <laughs> who run the world girls who run the world girls girls i'm concerned i'm not sure if a gallery view captures me do you guys see me when no, i'm speaking i don't see you player I, I had a feeling that gallery mode doesn't capture me nope um see what i could do about that on the fly directed, man. Y'all get Francis flowers, man. You know how difficult this is making this thing work to make everything look so crispy for you cats, man? Giving this little ESPN look and whatnot, man. We do our first take. Word. <laughs> all in one, man. Jalen and Jacoby all in one. <laughs> well, I, I, won't, I won't be able to get my, my own view on gallery view. But regardless, uh, my quick rant, it's about JC. And I'm... I'm a little concerned with obviously the volume of battles he takes because if you look back after his Rum Nitty battle, September 2017, Summer Madness 6, the man 30'd Rum Nitty in a crowd where everybody was just chanting against Rum Nitty. Like, now that sounds unheard of in 2020. Like, I can't envision a crowd chanting against Rum Nitty. Get off in this the climate. ropes. <laughs> so, when you put that on paper, it almost sounds unreal. And of course, I understand that on camera, the battle looks very different. Everybody feels very different. There's gas and all that. But guess what? In the building, that glow was undeniable to the point where Loaded Lux was ready to accept a JC battle. All JC had to do was hone his demand, hold out. But instead, he went the volume route, tried to put a little extra cherries on top of the cake to the point where he put too many cherries on top of the cake. And some of it started to fall off with the frosting. Mm. And, And... since, since September 2017, JC has battled 24 times in 30 <laughs> in 33 months. Yikes. 30, <laughs> it's a lot of battles, guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of battles. N- none of the names that he's calling out, Surf, Verb, Loaded Lux, none of those guys are battling at that volume because they preserve their value. So I... I of course, skill-wise, JC can be in the ring with all those guys, but it's the branding. It's the, it's, it's the image. Can he pr- present himself in that limelight and hold back his demand where, they, where we finally say we need JC and surf? We can't just keep watching JC get a win and then take a back-to-back and then say, oh, throw him surf. But, but then, you know, then JC always pulls out w- with victories, right? So then that always kind of leads up to, like, you saying, oh, well, he just beat Loso and Emerson Kennedy back-to-back. Like, surf can't do that. Verb can't do that. Lux can't do that. And maybe you're right. But think of Apex JC, his Apex 2017, that little run between Chef Trez, Chess, and Rum Nitty. He looked unstoppable. He looked like the best battle rapper in the planet. And for two years back to back, he was a top five champion of the year, uh, top five battle rapper. And I just, I'm concerned if Apex JC will ever return because 24 battles in 37 months, your pen is fatigued. I want to see some more marketing and branding from JC. I want his camp to tell him, look, 
you've already done enough warrior missions. You don't need to keep taking two guys up and coming on the field back to back because as far as risk management goes, we're going to applaud this for being a warrior. But if we're his manager, if we're in his camp, if we're in his fighter circle, we're telling him this is a very risky move. Absolutely. France, I couldn't have said it better, man. What a great rant. And you know, in basketball, I'm an old head, so I'm always anti this load management because when I was younger, the ball players I used to see used to go out there with a broken leg, blood in their shoes, laying it all out on the line, dropping 55 on the Knicks. Nowadays, you know, you got your Kawhis and everyone's extending the career. And I get it. I get it. It's a different day and age. But I do agree with you, man. This is something that J.C., he can do some load management. Does he have to take on everyone? No. And he even said it. Like, if I don't get surf, if I don't get Lux, if I don't get Verb, if I don't get this guy, I ain't battling. And then two weeks later, he's down in Timbuktu <laughs> battling some no-name battle rapper at Dingleberry Battle League and just tainting his brand. The brother can take some time off and just take on the heavy hitters catch his W, sit back, get a bigger bag, coast, and and just revitalize his, you know, his stake in this game. You know what I mean? So I totally agree with you on that one, brother. Vlad, I, I want to say, too, as an artist, right, we all love all three of us. Like, any hip-hop artist you name, you want to talk about, they put out albums. The more mm-hmm. albums they put out, the more... Pop- the more to critique from. The more to critique from and the higher potential for them to be saturated in themselves and their body of work. And we always revert to some of their earlier stuff. JC's peak a couple years ago, like where he looked unstoppable, he has to continuously prove to the people that he deserves mm-hmm. a surf. He beats an old red in, in front of surf's eyes. Right. And right. surf's like, you know what? I'm going to give you that shot eventually. I'm going to have to. I can't, I can't keep prolonging it. And then the following week, he battles so severe. Well, he doesn't battle him, but he's oh, on a flyer against so severe. Like, right. you, can't, you can't make these moves. Less is more as a battle rapper, and less is more as an artist as well. Listen, if Kendrick dropped as frequently as the baby did, would he be Kendrick? Well I said. hear y'all. I hear y'all. Uh-oh. I hear y'all. And maybe one day we could get JC, you know, on as a guest and maybe pick his brain as to, you know, why he, because he said it. I will agree. He said if he don't get these six names, he ain't battling. Right. So, as a man, like mm. I would say, mm. as a man, mm. your word is your bond. Mm. What you say, you stand on me. So wow. I am also a little curious to why he's he kind of drifted off that statement for 2020. Mm. 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 Miss I'm Michigan, Miss Michigan, if you can get Mr. Michigan on this platform <laughs> to discuss this. I'll hit him up and see if he want to come on. That'll be fantastic. Because as a man... All you have is your word and your boss, and you don't break up for nobody, okay? Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's wrap up our stream, Battle Rap Brunch. What, are, what do the people have to say? What do you guys want to uh, engage with the people that are still rocking with us after the last two hours? Yo, man, this is... Oh, a- we all here from Manny. Yo, we've been giving you guys extra time today, man. We had JB on. We got the news on. We got the breakdowns. Listen, man. Oh, Fonz, it's the ref. Yo, this is an open forum now. If you got a question, throw it out there, and we're going to talk about it, man. So everyone go. What y'all want to talk about right now? Let us know. It's the ref, Fonz. Yes, Fonz was fire, man. He was the performer of the night last night. His pen was head and shoulders above everybody. I got him going to the finals in this thing. 
he got easy to block captain next week. That's going to be light work, in my opinion, man. Fonz oh, on to the next round. I wanna, That's going to be a loud-ass battle. I want to say something about Fonz. Ooh. Av tweeted out that he's willing to give Fonz a shot because he knows how underrated he is and how skillful he is, so that can really be an interesting match. Mm, that's like... Future. That's like a. That's no, like a. I've said he's gonna be a problem. Av, he. I'm telling you, I was saying it, and I know Av was one of the few battlers. Was like, don't sleep on Fon. Yeah, that'd be like a twins battle. Your top tier podcast. Top tier podcast. He wants to know: Is the criticism of the judges fair or foul, France? Um, I think it's very fair because they're openly putting out their criteria, and they've gone against it. So that is a concern. Um, Rita did get a lot of unnecessary criticism, but there were a few things that I feel like was warranted where she discredited bad news for the counterwriting. Like you can't discredit a guy for counterwriting, in my opinion, nor can you say to a Philly rapper, see Philly, you know, we represent, <laughs> like, don't say we don't represent for y'all. It's just a, it's just a bad look. Yeah. The optics, you know, the, the optics on that was bad. Like, you know, whether, you know, Hey, listen, if she felt that the Philly guy won, then, the Philly guy won if she feels that she that the person met all her all of her criteria. Cool. But the optics on that looked a little crazy. I'm not gonna I lie. I will say this. If you're expecting a perfect judging system hundred percent, like throw it out the way. Nothing will ever be hundred percent. And for the last two weeks, eight matches, I think they got three out of four calls right. I'll take seventy five percent all day. Yeah. Okay. I like I said in my rant, like it's okay to disagree. It's okay to speak your disagreement, but just some people are going left with it. So, yeah, just keep it wrapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. All right. Guys, if we don't have any more questions out here, we're going to put a bow on this one. France, man, Cece, guys, it's been another wonderful week. If you guys are still tuned in right now, follow the show at LTBR Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. Leave us five stars. Leave us comments. Leave us questions. Whatever you like. Follow me at Program V on Instagram and Twitter. Cece, any words you'd like to leave the people with? Um, So, you know, we're probably going to go into another week of more protests, more... um craziness on the news and i just want to tell people just to you know if you can find a way whether you want to hit the streets because i'm gonna hit the streets so if you're in columbus Mm. i'm hitting the streets but um you know just try to find a way to support the movement because at the end of the day like of course it's all going to die down eventually the news cycle will give this up and run to the next story eventually right but we can't stop the fight we have to find a way to plan organize mobilize and and make solutions so if you whether it's just donating five dollars to a gofundme to help with bail money from for people who are getting arrested as we speak like just try to be just find a way to be proactive with everything going on and you know do a mental check sometimes take a time out take a break get off of social media turn the news off you know what i'm saying watch a battle rap watch something Cece, uh, you you mentioned uh, you mentioned donations. I finally have the, the the link here for a bunch of resources and organizations. If anybody wants to donate, we're gonna put it on our twitters. You can donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund, direct bail for the protesters. You can donate to Reclaim the Block, or an organization to uh, divest from the uh, from MPD, uh, Live Police, Free World, uh, Black Vision Collective, Black led and queer and trans centered 
uh, organization work and the WFPC Mutual Aid Fund, direct financial aid for young women and trans non-binary folks prioritizing uh, black communities. All right, man. So everyone, be safe out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Stay strong, stay vigilant, keep your mind right. And uh, we will see you guys next week at 2 p.m., sharp we will be here so want to thank everybody for rocking out with us and um much love man stay positive y'all and we'll see you guys next week at 2 p.m for another edition of battle rap brunch peace